G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Coming up today on The Story. Mox is kind of a connection between church and community, so that whereas mums might not come directly to church, if they've got to know mums from the church in their Mox group, they are more likely to visit church. And in fact, if a woman knows the names of three women in your church, she's 70% more likely to attend the church. The Story. Hi, I'm Elmo, filling in for Jimmy Colfax. Welcome to The Story. Well, today we're going to do something a little different and find out the story behind a popular ministry that's really making a difference in young mothers' lives. It's called MOPS, which stands for Mothers of Preschoolers and is a ministry for mothers with kids zero to six years old. Lexia Smallwood has been serving with MOPS Australia for several years and is having a chat with Shelley Scohan and telling her all about it. Alexia, tell us about what MOPS actually is. Well, MOPS is a place where um, mothers can just be. It's the mothers of young children. We say mothers of preschoolers, but, you know, from naught to six years. Um, and a MOPS group is led by young mothers, and it's for young mothers. So it's a kind of a peer ministry, and it's relevant, therefore, and relational. A MOPS leadership team will be made up of young mums. There will usually be a more mature mother there who will mentor and encourage the mums. But basically, it's mums learning from each other. The purpose of a MOPS group is to give mums time out from their children, connection with other mothers, information on topics about mothering and being a woman, um, meeting a woman's emotional needs for support, encouragement and sharing at a time in her life when she can often feel isolated and uncertain. And there's also opportunity to meet a woman's spiritual needs of exploring values that she might want to pass on to her children. Um, yeah, so that's basically what a MOPS group is mm. in, in terms of its purpose for existence and, and the goals that it aims to achieve. I can see it's a, a very needed outreach. Um, also because so many churches run fantastic programs for kids, like when it comes to playgroups and things. Uh, but this is unique in that it's really more so for the mums rather than for the kids themselves, isn't it? That's, that's absolutely right. Um, with a MOPS program, there is a MOPEDS program that runs alongside it for the children. And while the children are being cared for, it means that mums can have uninterrupted conversations. They can have a bit of time out they can talk with adults and that's one of the things that's really valued about MOPS by the mums is, mm -hmm. is that they do get a break and they can think about serious topics and have you know, quite deep discussions with other mothers and know that they'll get them finished. They yeah. are able to develop friendships because they're having this opportunity to talk with other women. And, and another thing they can do when their children aren't there, and this is part of, uh, part of every MOPS morning, is to do a craft. 
and actually finish something. <laughs> at home, there's always interruptions, but at a mop's morning, every morning, you'll go home with something that you've made and you've finished it. Does a morning get any better than that for a mother of young children? You've pretty much described like the, the ultimate, I reckon. <laughs> yes, well, we haven't talked about morning tea yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the mums come along, they're welcomed with morning tea, a bit of conversation, um, and then they have a talk, they do a creative activity, they have opportunities for discussion, you know, at um, in a structured discussion time, and then there's mm. free discussion time as well. So, yes, it's, a, it's an all-round morning, and each of those elements is designed to meet a particular need that a young mum has. Mm. It's something that's so important for young mums just to get that little bit of time away from their kids. I know it sounds horrible to say that, and for anyone who hasn't been there, done that, it, it sounds awful <laughs> to say that you just need a little bit of time away. But you do because you it's just so full on. You are giving of yourself. You are sacrificing of yourself every minute of every day. And so for you to just be able to sit back for a few hours and just be a human being again and not be mummy uh, just recharges you for that time, doesn't it? So many mums describe that as a mops as a lifesaver for that reason. Mm. I had one mum say to me not long ago that, you know, it's not so hard to get a break from your kids. You can put the television on or you can lock yourself in the bathroom, but really you know you're not doing the best thing by them. Yeah. But at mops, they're having just as great a time in mopettes as the mummies in mops. So what are the kids doing in this whole time at Moppets? Well, they're doing a lot of Play-Doh probably. <laughs> they're listening to stories. They're doing a bit of singing. They'll do outdoor play. They'll have uh, sit down, you know, sit on the, the lawn morning tea. They might have a story from the Bible and some songs from about Jesus. And they might play with a, like parachute games or with soft toys or just with each other in a sand pit. It just depends on the church and the program that they run. Yeah, sounds wonderful. How long does it usually go for on a typical day? A uh, typical mops morning is two hours. Mm -hmm. So usually they'll start about 9.30 after they might have dropped off any older children to school and then they'll go through till 11.30. And then it's time to race home for lunch and nap time. That's right. Yes. Oh, praise the Lord for nap time. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess the kids are well and truly worn out too after their fun morning as well. They are. They they have a great morning and yes, they're usually they're usually very eager to see their mums at the end of two hours. Yes, and the mums are probably starting to miss the kids too. Yes, yeah. yes, and to see what they've been doing because oh, usually yeah. the children will have done a craft or a colouring in or have something to show them when they get picked up. Lexia, it really is a great outreach for the church as well as a great service and, and um, you know, a, a discipleship program for those in the church as well. What are the, the benefits of churches running this kind of ministry? Well, for the church, MOPS achieves a number of goals. It serves mothers who are at a time in their life when they are vulnerable, often isolated, sometimes uncertain about what to do. So it's an actual service they're doing for the mums. It serves the mums in their church who have the same needs in many cases as the mums in the community. And it also trains leaders. So the, the mums who become leaders on a MOPS team, they are able to go to leadership training days, they are go, can go to leadership training conferences. They learn just through the experience 
of the various leadership they will roles they will have in running their MOPS group. So there are a lot of benefits to the church in having a MOPS group. MOPS is kind of a connection between church and community so that whereas mums might not come directly to church, if they've got to know mums from the church in their MOPS group, they are more likely to visit church. And in fact, that's actually um, a statistic that's been found in recent studies that if a woman knows the names of three women in your church, she's 70% more likely to attend the church. Wow. So in MOPS, the mums get to know the names of more than three women who go to your church. And I could probably mention at this stage, each year we do a survey of our groups. We ask them a few questions about attendance and about the mums and the constitution of their group. So, for example, this year... We've got just over 3,000 mums registered in MOPS groups around Australia. Um, 1,400 of those mums do not have any other church connection. So they go to a MOPS group every fortnight. We know that in the last 12 months, about 30, 35 women have become Christians who have attended MOPS groups. And that's wonderful and we rejoice in that. But we also know that 150 mums have attended at least one service at church or, or one Bible study or one Christianity Explained course at church as a result of going to a MOPS group. So even if they haven't made a faith commitment yet at this stage, MOPS is helping them to get one step closer to Jesus. And that's another side benefit for the church. We don't always mm. see the fruit, but we know that at a MOPS group, they're hearing about Christ, they're experiencing his love, and just one step closer is sufficient. Yeah, it's those seeds being planted and and watered uh, along the way, which really makes such a difference. And there is that spiritual impact, like you're saying, which is obviously probably the most important. But then there's also all the other impacts of MOPS as well. Um, I guess just walking with these women in the challenges that they're facing. That's right. Um, Jesus loved people. Christians love people for his sake, not so much, not necessarily with an ulterior motive about converting them or getting them along to your church, but just to love them because. And in MOPS you can do that because there are so many ways that women need to be loved and can respond to love. And mm. each of the different aspects of the MOPS morning provides a way. So some people will show their love to the mums through hospitality. Some people will show their love to mums through, you know, presenting a talk about information that will be useful. Some will show the love to the mums by caring for their children. So there's lots of ways that you can show, that Christians in the church can show their love to the mums and the mums will know that they're doing it because of God's love for them. You're listening to The Story. Today, Shelley Scowen is having a chat with Lexia Smallwood, who's sharing the story behind the ministry known as MOPS, or Mothers of Preschoolers. We'll hear more about this wonderful ministry to mothers when we return. The Story. If this program has highlighted something you'd like prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. 
Call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. It's a free call. Or text 0401-132-888. Hi, I'm Elmo, filling in for Jimmy Colfax, and this is The Story. Today, Shelley Scowen is having a chat with Lexia Smallwood, who's sharing the story behind the ministry known as MOPs, or Mothers of Preschoolers. Next, we'll find out more about this church outreach and about the impact it's having in young mothers' lives. What are some of the challenges and the needs that these mothers have? Okay, so mums have needs for information. Um, First-time mums especially, they've not done this parenting thing before and it's good to have information and it's very helpful to learn from other mums who are a little bit ahead of them in the journey. Um, mums have need for time out, as we've talked about, a little bit of a break because being a mum's full-on hectic. Mums have a need to be able to use their brains. That's one thing mums really appreciate the opportunity of doing. Mums have a need for adult conversation. Um, they might have needs for um, financial advice. You know, maybe moving from a double income to a single income, even if not that, having an extra mouth to feed or extra mouths to feed, managing the budget, and some of the skills they can learn at MOPS will address that sort of need as well. Yeah, so pretty comprehensive uh, looking after women, and I'm sure different uh, things are focused on in each morning as well uh, to really delve into some of those topics. On your website, you talk about every mum being challenged to reach her potential. I, I like this whole positive thought of women, you know, trying to rise above and be better and be a better woman and a better mum uh, and not just survive each day. Yes, we know that mums want to do their job well. They want to be a good mum for their children. They want to do the best thing by their children and we have a bit of a slogan about, you know, be the best mum you can be and that's what we hope to help them achieve through MOPS, which is why we have the talks. We have we don't just chat amongst ourselves. There's actually a talk about different aspects of parenting or different aspects of being a woman so that the women are challenged, they can learn more. We just don't expect them to accept what the speaker says because there's discussion afterwards and there's interaction and the, and the women can share their responses with each other so that in a group setting they are helping each other to be a better mum. As well as that, they're encouraging each other. There's a great bond of friendship in MOPS groups. And at MOPS especially, mums are valued. You talked about sometimes the role of mothering can be devalued. But at MOPS, one of the things we really want to do is to let the mums know that they really are valued and what they are doing is important and what they are doing is going to make a difference in the lives of their family, it will make a difference in their marriage because we're hoping, we, we, we try to teach them things that will be relevant to their life, you know, where they are at the time. They're mm. at a stage in their life where they're wanting information because they're wanting to do the best. They're wanting to know what values they should pass on to their children. They're wanting to know how to tr- 
how to potty train them. How, when, when do you introduce solids? You know, they get advice from the community, but in a MOPS group they can share experiences. And, you know, really what we are trying to do is to get each one to think about lots of options so that they can, like we say, reach their potential and be the best mum they can be. And one of the things they are as a mum, and often they don't appreciate this, is, is that they are a leader. They are, they're, they're a leader because they've got followers. Mm. Their children are watching everything they do and what they say. Their children are learning from them. Their children are being molded and shaped by the way their mum behaves and the way their mum treats them and the way their mum looks after them. And it's such, a, such an important leadership role that they have. And, and sometimes that's not the only leadership role. They also have a leadership role with regard to other mums, with regard to knowledge that they have that they can pass on and MOPS is a place where they can do those things and where they can develop that leadership. Yeah, it's a wonderful initiative uh, for mums to really be able to recognise that influence that they have with their family and their world as well. I mean, they are irreplaceable when it comes to their family and especially their children. And so it really is a big responsibility that mothers carry as well. Lexia, talk to us a bit about uh, the themes that have been uh, set up. I understand they are used by everyone around the world in the, at the same time. Yes, that's right. Um Mobs International comes up with a theme every year and Be You Bravely is a theme that is to challenge mums to understand themselves and to be brave about making decisions, to be brave about having difficult conversations and to be brave about taking reasonable risk in areas of their life where they want to grow. That can have applications at a mothering level, at an emotional level and also at a spiritual level and in the groups they will explore all of those ideas. You talked about the fact that MOPS Australia is an affiliate of MOPS International. MOPS Australia was affiliated in the year 2000. We're very much connected with MOPS International and we adopt most of the resources that they provide each year and one of those sets of resources is for the annual theme. And there's a benefit in all the groups in Australia, not to mention the world, doing the same theme because on our Facebook leaders page there's a lot of sharing of ideas between leaders about how they implement the theme in their group and how they can get the most out of it for their mums. Mm. Um, and how they can even design crafts and use different crafts that will also, you know, uh, support the theme in the group. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and again, the craft is a way to reinforce that theme in a tangible way, uh, especially for people that are, you know, tactile learners or whatever, to then have something to take home and you're going to see that thing that you made and you'll remember the things that you've learnt uh, that day as well. Lexia, we should t- touch on the fact too that you do actually have uh, programs for when kids kind of graduate this program. It's not like see you later to all the mums whose kids get too old. You are keen to try and have programs for mums you know, after their kids get older? MOPS is for mums with children zero to six years. So when the children start school, a MOPS group will usually graduate the mothers out of the group so that we continually keep the group relevant to mums with very young children. A lot of mums 
missed the MOPS group and they found that they wanted to keep their friends and their connections. MOPS International has uh, another group called Mums Next, which is designed for mums who finished with MOPS and their children are now in school. It will run on a similar format to a MOPS program, although it doesn't have the MOPETS program to look after the children, but it will still have those same elements of hospitality, discussion, creative activities and talk because mums with children just starting school are also in a new phase yeah. and they want to share with each other. Absolutely. Yeah, so much to learn. I think every phase of parenting, there's uh, there's there's pros and cons. There's challenges and there's wonderful things about each uh, age group of parenting. So I think it's great that you're with the mums uh, through those steps of the way. Again, churches need to make these programs available. So I know you'd be very interested to talk to churches about it. You've even got a Teen Mops program as well. So, yeah, again, if churches do want to contact you about uh, possibly running this kind of program in their church, then uh, you can do so through the website, mops.org.au. Lexia, thank you so much for having a chat with us today. It's been uh, very encouraging. I know for me as a a young mum, I'm kind of right in the middle of, of that phase, loving it, but also very much aware of the challenges that people like me face too. So I think it's wonderful the job that you're doing in uh, encouraging these women to, as you say, reach their potential. Thanks for the work that you do and thanks for having a chat with us today. Well, thanks for your call. That was Shelley Scowett chatting with Lexia Smallwood from the ministry known as MOPS or Mothers of Preschoolers. To find out more about this unique ministry to young mothers, their website is mops.org.au. That's mops.org.au. What a wonderful idea for providing practical help to mothers at a time when many of them may be seeking advice and guidance from mothers with a bit more experience. And as we heard, it can also serve as a church outreach ministry as relationships can lead to spiritual conversations and invitations to attend church. So keep mops in mind if you or anyone you know is a young mother and wanting some fellowship with other mothers. Well, thanks for joining us for the Mops Story with Lexia Smallwood. I'm Elmo filling in for Jimmy Colfax, encouraging you to share your story with someone today. Next time on The Story. He decided we'd move to Cairns and that, so it was just like a little adventure for me. So that was sort of why I ended up moving up to Cairns. Um, He was a big drug dealer up there and so we were dealing in drugs and everything like that. It took me eight years to realise this isn't the life for me, this isn't what I want. Worrying about police raiding us all the time and, you know, watching your back all the time. And I just had enough, didn't want that, knew there had to be more in life for me. And there was, so that was when I packed up and left. Joanne Simpson's life is one of transformation. She was living on her own when she was 15 years old, met a drug dealer and moved to Cairns, where she eventually got tired of the abuse and chaotic lifestyle. We'll find out how God completely transformed her life next time. The story. Just another way vision is connecting faith to life. This program is a production of Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, see vision.org.au.